0: In different expressions and each exposes precisely who you are and what you are thinking at any particular moment then he said something i'll never forget and your body the way you move is your autobiography in motion how right he was on the stage of real life every physical move you make subliminally tells everyone in eyeshot the story of your life Dogs hear sounds our ears can't detect. Bats see shapes in the darkness that elude our eyes. And people make moves that are beneath human consciousness, but have tremendous power to attract or repel. Every smile, every frown, every syllable you utter, or every arbitrary choice of word that passes between your lips, can draw others toward you or make them want to run away. Men, did your gut feeling ever tell you to jump ship on a deal? Women, did your women's intuition make you accept or reject an offer? On a conscious level, we may not be aware of what the hunch is. But like the ear of the dog or the eye of the bat, the elements that make up subliminal sentiments are very real. Imagine, please— two humans in a complex box wired with circuits to record all the signals flowing between the two. As many as 10,000 units of information flow per second, probably the lifetime efforts of roughly half the adult population of the United States would be required to sort the units in one hour's interaction between two subjects, a University of Pennsylvania Communications Authority estimates. With the zillions of subtle actions and reactions zapping back and forth between two human beings, can we come up with concrete techniques to make our every communication clear, confident, credible, and charismatic? Determined to find the answer, I read practically every book written on communication skills, on charisma and chemistry between people— I explored hundreds of studies conducted around the world on what qualities made up leadership and credibility. Intrepid social scientists left no stone unturned in their quest to find the formula. For example, optimistic Chinese researchers, hoping charisma might be in the diet, went so far as to compare the relationship of personality type to the catecholamine level in subjects' urine. Needless to say, their thesis was soon shelved. Dale Carnegie was great for the 20th century, but this is the 21st. Most studies simply confirmed Dale Carnegie's 1936 classic, How to Win Friends and Influence People. His wisdom for the ages said success lay in smiling, showing interest in other people, and making them feel good about themselves. That's no surprise, I thought. It's as true today as it was more than 70 years ago. So, if Dale Carnegie and hundreds of others since have offered the same astute advice, why do we need another book telling us how to win friends and influence people? Two Mammoth Reasons Reason 1. Suppose a sage told you, When in China speak Chinese, but gave you no language lessons. Dale Carnegie and many communications experts are like that sage. They tell us what to do, but not how to do it. In today's sophisticated world, it's not enough to say smile or give sincere compliments. Cynical business people today see more subtleties in your smile, more complexities in your compliment. Accomplished or attractive people are surrounded by smiling sycophants feigning interest and fawning all over them. Prospects are tired of salespeople who say, Oh, that suit looks great on you, when their fingers are caressing cash register keys. Women are wary of suitors saying, You are beautiful, when the bedroom door is in view. Reason two. The world is a very different place than it was in 1936, and we need a new formula for success. To find it, I observe the superstars of today. I explored the techniques used by top salespeople to close the sale, speakers to convince, clergy to convert, performers to engross, sex symbols to seduce, and athletes to win.